Coming to you live and direct, this is a Real Ties Production Podcast. It's your boy Jay Ruck and my homeboy Cam. We about to jump it off. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Real trust is everybody's serenity. <laughs> what, what you mean? What do you mean? Oh, oh yeah, he is tripping. Perfect example. And camera scales. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> money man, Mahomes. To a real ties production. My name is Cameron Scales, alongside my co-host Justin Rucker. Yes, sir. We are in episode nine. Yes, sir. We are steadily making that march to double digits. Oh God. Um, once we hit ten, I know we said video is coming soon. We're gonna try to get that perfectly straight for y'all. We don't want to come in Sloppy, with nice yeah. Cause shit. I'll be honest with y'all, I want to do video. Like now, like I feel like we could have, we have our ring light set up. We have a little bit of a, we have a nice setup for a wide shot of just both of us, but we want to come in, just kind of jump in a little bit, like a camera on me, camera on Justin. So when we're both talking and making points, we can go back and forth and it just looks a little bit more, a little more professional. Yeah. Yeah. We just want to come out right. We want people to look at it and be like, oh shit, they know what they're doing. Not saying that our setup right now is trash, but you know, recording off of just a straight up a nice iPhone, but on a tripod with a light. I mean, we just, we we, want to have this shit right. Right. We want to have, we want to give y'all a better experience listening to us and, you know, being able to see us in our body language and whatnot. We want to make sure your your loyalty is, you know what I'm saying, uh, paid forward. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For y'all sticking with us, seeing how this shit turn out, you know what I'm saying? We want to give you um, kind of the satisfaction of you, you you did this for a reason. Right. Not yeah. only did you stick around because you messed with Cam or you messed with me or both of us, whatever, but you actually, like, enjoy our podcast. Yeah. And you yeah. enjoy our our video and stuff like that. So we taking our time and trying to make it, you know what I'm saying, right for, for both of us and for you guys. Yep. So this is episode nine. Episode 10 will probably be right out right after this or or uh, quickly after. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, if y'all saw the Instagram post, you saw J. Cole's uh, face, you saw his body in that uh, Rwanda Patriots jersey. Hell yeah. Uh, playing in the league in Africa. So Playing? Well, <laughs> so... I guess we'll get straight to it. J. Cole, he left the team for a family issue, family reasons, whatever they decided to uh whatever they decided, whatever to, they decided to go with. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is this. Did J. Cole get cut? I think he did. Probably. Now they said he filled his contractual obligation. I guess they said that was like what he said he would the team could get six games, mm-hmm. but I think they're guaranteed like three or two something like that okay and i think they lost or something like that so i guess the season was over my thing is this this is the big question that you know everybody's thinking about or you know discussing on twitter online everywhere do you think this was more so j cole wanting to fulfill his dream or do you think this was a just a really good way to sell out to roll out his album i think it was a not only was it to fulfill his dream i think that was like the minor goal I think the bigger picture was, you know what I'm saying, all album. I okay. think it was all promotional. I think it was all to get his album to be bigger than yeah. the biggest album of the year. Right, yes, right. Because he came out in, in May. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's still half of the year left for Drake to drop, maybe Kendrick, whoever. You know right. what I'm saying? So, for his album not to lose traction, he kind of had to build it up as big exactly. as possible. 
and that's a great shout out to his marketing team. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because J Cole's always posting like, or <clears throat> Chris Brickley, yeah, will post J Cole in a lab like hooping and stuff like that. So um, he needs he, to get back in the lab. <laughs> clearly, but um, he's always if you listen to J Cole's music as long as we have, right. you know that he's been just as much of a um, diehard hooper as he is He's rapper. Head, yeah. Yeah. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's always been a dream of his for sure. I know it, but at the same time, I think with this scenario, I think it was more so driven for the album I versus think, yeah, just his hoop dream. I agree with that. I do agree with that. I think I'll make some more, some different points that might make it seem like I disagree. So you think it was the album versus... No, I think he wanted to do it. He's just like every regular person who wasn't, you know, good enough to go play pro. Like, oh, I wish I could have gone and played pro. Like, Had the get, opportunity. Or you get older and you realize, oh, my God, there's other leagues besides the NBA that you can go and make money and, like, I'm play glad. competitive basketball that's really good and get paid for it. Right. People realize that. They're like, oh, shit, you know. But by the time they realize, oh, shit, they're too old they got different circumstances they haven't hooped in years or just but they still have that like passion in the back of their head i get it j cole's the same way right and just because he you know he had one lane he had two lanes rap or go to the league league, and his rapping you know it just took off it just took off right so i can't be mad at him for wanting to try but Uh, yeah i ain't I ain't closing that door. I ain't putting like a but cloud over that. But I will say this: as someone that is in my shoes, who is trying to go play professional basketball, shout out to hopefully him. next year that Five chance lives. can happen. But let's just say that team was interested in me, and it was me who I've been working twenty four years to get to this one exact moment to where I sign a contract with right. the team overseas and go play in the league, and you know, on the way, you know, right, try to build some status and. Here comes J. Cole, and he wants to play. And now you look on the outside looking in like, damn, my homie's not about to make the team because J. Cole? Like, I know his music's fire, but, like, That's damn, bullshit. like, he's about yeah. to take my spot, somebody who's really been working. like. And that was my thing because at the end of the day, he for however many games it was, three. maybe three games, it's three games, he did take a spot from somebody that could have been on the team. Now, three games, what is that going to do for somebody? You could say, you know, that's here nor there. My point is, you put somebody in a situation where, one, I think people realize that you can't just, there's a difference between pickup, going to Chris Brickley's gym at Lifetime, mm-hmm. and then getting on the court where the lights are on, you running plays, there's everything. refs, there's different momentum, right, like there's right. different there's nerves. That takes a rhythm, like that takes time to getting into, that takes reps that like perfect example three years ago at Lindenwood when I wasn't really playing when I did get in it just felt like a different speed different tempo different everything right than than practice did and once I got more reps and then obviously the next year I made that jump took off it was it was different because I had the reps but you can't that rhythm isn't going to come in three games especially with the minutes that he was playing and the way that he's playing he's not a point guard he's not bringing the ball up the court he's not he's not rebounding really he I mean, wasn't doing shit. He wasn't really doing that much He was much running anyway. around. He was right. getting some cardio in. That's did, what it looked like. Did I expect him to come in there and drop 10, 15, 20 points? No. Because right. that's real basketball that they're playing over there. But did I expect him to maybe do a little bit more? Yes. Did the team expect him to do a little bit more? I don't know. Because there might have been guys on that team that didn't play at all. Or he might have been better than. Right. 
maybe he wasn't. Maybe they had to play him because he was there. Mm-hmm. I know he gave the whole team some Pumas and probably gave him a whole bunch of Puma gear and stuff. Yeah, so shout him because he's a good dude. He obviously, hit them up, yeah. And it, the thing is, it's all in the good intentions of J Cole. What he's doing, it's never because he needs you know this type of notoriety or you know attention for his album. I don't think it's ever because of that. But what I will say about J Cole and the debate that's been going on is who is the fourth head on the Mount Rushmore? It goes Drake, J. Cole, and Kendrick. And there's a fourth spot that people are trying mm. to decide whether it's Young Thug, Future. Ooh. We don't know yet. Ooh. But what I that's got to what I, what I got to thinking segment. about was there is no Mount Rushmore. It's them three at that top, and then there's a different tier under that. Right. There is no fourth person to compare them with. Okay. But if you compare those three, mm-hmm. it seems like J. Cole is the only one out of them that sort of has these, I don't want to say like slip-ups, but like has these moments Mm. that people can like dig at him on social media. You know what I mean? I think out of the three, he's the only one that has that. And why do you think that is? Shit. Um, I really, I really don't know. I really don't know. As a as a J. Cole fan, I'm more of a J. Cole fan than a Drake or a Kendrick fan, obviously. Mm-hmm. But they'll be just like, J. Cole to me is the most relatable artist yeah. um, that I've ever heard. And to me, whenever I hear J. Cole slander or people digging at him and stuff like that, I don't, I don't get it because he, he's never like, like degrading women. He's never like, on like fuck shit like in his music at all okay. so it's 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 beyond me why well do you think it's because he's so relatable that it's easier to nitpick his personality or maybe his mistakes i think it's i think it's easier to um to nitpick on someone that's true to who they are versus being a character like drake is not like aubrey and drake are two different people to me you know what i'm saying like um, it's an alter, like an alter ego. Like, not to say that he's playing Drake, because he became Drake. You yeah. know what I'm saying? J. Cole is just always been J. Cole to me. So, I think it's easier to... I think that mystical... To kind of tear that down. Like, the... Not mystical. Mystical, like, the mythical, like, it factor that Drake has, I don't think it's necessarily... I don't think J. Cole necessarily... I think he has it, but it's just more like... You're not gonna. You're gonna be more starstruck seeing Drake, Drake than Drake you Cole. probably will be J Cole. Right, like people right. said, they seen J Cole riding down like the sidewalk with, like, on his bike. On his bike, yeah. Like, just you're not about to see Drake do like that, that shit. Yeah, and he can't do that shit because it's just he just can't. He's walking around with security. He's got five people with him normally all the time. Like I mean. it's just it's just different. Um, but back to my question, and maybe I can try to answer this myself. Yeah, I was a little say, bit. What do you think? I don't. I just think that. There's a lot of things that I even think with this that he might have he did it, but then he like looked back and realized like I damn I could have did that a little bit better and I think he talks about that a lot yeah he talks about yeah. that a lot that about he just does, trying he yeah. tries stuff and then it'll it'll pass by and then he'll be like damn I could have did that a little bit better yep. with J Cole I think he with the basketball situation I think he should have tried to get more game reps or more five on five reps. In a by a, a just a better setting or something like that, just to get more used to. It. I think you can't simulate an actual game, 
But what you can simulate is the feel of running up and down a court, shooting on different baskets, you know, coming off screens, having to play in space and different things. Just certain things that – and he didn't get enough burn to even, like, watch tape, but he was talking about in an interview that we referenced a couple episodes ago about mm-hmm. um, with KD, and KD was basically telling him, like, there's a way that you can – there's two different ways to watch basketball. There's a way right. to watch it as a casual fan, and there's a way to watch it, like, strategically. Right. And once you learn – how to watch it strategically, you'll it's never watch yeah. it the same again. Right. And once I think once he gets to that part and understanding like the different nuances that other than just dribbling, shooting and passing and rebounding right. that you have to do to even kind of like look the part, I think he was just gonna take him a lot longer than however many games they were gonna give him. And I just think he'll end up in another league somewhere. He's gonna go back to training. Or he's got a lot of stuff to work on, but I think he's he, he can't be done. He can't he can't go out like that. He won't allow himself to go out like that. I don't think I don't think he'll allow himself to go out like that. But I think it is going to be extremely. Like I think the it's up, the uphill battle. He I just think it's over with for yeah, that. Like it's crazy rolling out with his next album. Like I think that's yeah, definitely over he, with, he's going to yeah. try to do it on the low. Like he'll be training on the low. I think he'll it'll be a little bit different. Back in the basement type shit. Back in the basement type right, shit. Right. But um, I don't know. It's just it is weird that that exit kind of just came all of a sudden just the way they made it seem and then you had other players speaking out in the league about you know guys not getting chances and yeah and i feel them because so, it's like they're not even on his team so so something um something i saw that came up not saying that it's a reliable source or not but it was just on instagram or something so apparently um there was this dude on that team um and he got kicked off for jake hole it was his brother that, like, was speaking out. And he was like, my brother, like, put up, like, 40 points in a game. He was doing this or doing that for a team. I mean, I doubt he was scoring, like, 40 points a game type yeah. shit. But Yeah, right. Um, He said that he got kicked off the team for J. Cole. Now, to touch back on your point about, like, that dude probably did work, like, hard as hell to, like, get to that point. And then you have a celebrity, pretty much, coming At in. At the end of the day, there's a celebrity to those people. Coming in and just, like. He's a celebrity. He's a celebrity to those people. He might not be the everyday. He's not the everyday person yeah. to them, or he's yeah. not the regular American citizen like some people in our country I might even treat him. He's a celebrity. Yeah, like, they, they, bro, they in Africa, bro. Right, Africa. You know exactly. What I'm they, they ain't in fucking right. Florida or Chicago mm-hmm. or some shit. They in Africa. So the 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 whole narrative over there is completely different. Yeah. So for J Cole to just kind of. Not to say that he was over there like bullshitting, because I know I, he wasn't on the court bullshitting. Right, he I was trying his hardest. He, he was he was trying, but I'm saying, I think that the the way that the way that it was the way that it got built up, everybody was hyped about it. That league course, got right. the most um, most views Publicity, and everything, yeah. yeah, because of J Cole was there. So I think yeah. it was more so like J Cole's team approach this team and the team was like okay let's do it because this team this league not only yeah. the team needs more um publicity it needs more views on this africa league you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i think the deal was right they they didn't have bad intentions obviously they were going to like turn some people away with the way they went about it but i think that um it was more so for the album though because like j cole was not the the long term answer for mm-hmm. this team right regardless no. if this team was trash or good or whatever like that j cole was not the missing piece for their championship well run. i will say this i think 
you know, touching back on what you said about uh, the team, you know, contacting J. Cole's team, J. Cole's team going back and forth. Like, it mm-hmm. was, I think part of it was also a little bit of a mutual benefit because, at least for that league as a whole. Yeah, for because both of them. Because people remember the league name. Mm-hmm. People will have more eyes on it. There will be players right. that may, might get scouted or recruited out of those leagues. So I think it will all come full circle one day where some guy from that league um, – makes it to the NBA, and it was because a scout went to go see what was going Whatever, on, like yeah. paid attention to a league and saw some highlights, and the next thing you know, boom. And so boom. it'll all come full circle one day, and maybe that guy will thank J. Cole or might have been somebody who was hating on him at first. Like, it's all going to come damn. full circle, which will be weird, but I'm not, I don't know. I'm not sure it'll come full circle like that, where, maybe. Like, where, where J. Cole is like the, the focal point of that thank you. Not the focal point of the thank you, but I mean, more so just, you just, I mean, come on. Besides the Euro League and some other maybe smaller leagues, and then like yeah, the other leagues anybody knows about is like the JBA that Lavar Ball tried to set up. Now they got the <laughs> overtime league. They got a whole bunch of leagues that are going right, on now. Right. So for some other league in Africa to get some mm-hmm. notoriety with some legit teams that have legit sponsors, like people at least people need to see it. Right. Those leagues are out there. People just need to see it. And the fact that they had games on ESPN, yeah, that some guys' talent yeah. was actually showcased. It was not. It was. It was mutually beneficial, and that shit will sides, it'll yeah. come around yeah. at some point. I feel it. It'll come around at some point. <clears throat> but I think it's um, I think the way the way he went out though, like when you saying he got cut, mm-hmm. do I think he got cut? That's too. I shouldn't have said that because it's kind of too close to tell. I can't say yes or no, but I will say if I was to choose, I would say yeah. I think there was some gr- yeah. there was some growing frustration with just around the league. Like that's kind what of did, a, what did he do? At some point it kinda looks like a it doesn't like it's not a bad look, but at some it's point like a it, scheme or it just looks a little gimmicky. Yeah. It just looks gimmicky and then he leaves and it kinda just like eh. So he had he had played three games, he had yeah. three points, he had a few assists and a few rebounds. Mm-hmm. Like he probably had more fouls than points. So to me, if you if you looking at it as a as a hooper, as a basketball player, he didn't do shit mm-hmm. for three games. Like, so um, I couldn't imagine like what his teammates yeah. were their expectations versus what they got. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm like shit. I like if you if you running that second team and Jay Cole's on that second team with you, shit. I'm I'm getting a shot up before him. Yeah. I'm I'm getting I'm trying to put a shot up before I throw it to him. Right, true. That's that's kind of how I would look at it. So I can understand like frustrations within the team, especially like when you get to like that third game, you like, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That first game, you like, all right. You know what I'm saying? That second game, you give him another try. You know what I'm saying? With that third game, you are like, yeah, fuck that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm, I'm going to get mine. Yeah, that's true. That's <coughs> a good point. What's what time are we at right now? Should we at nineteen? Nineteen? We're at nineteen. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Speaking of um, just coming off the J. Cole thing, we talk a lot about J. Cole and just having a lot of goals, and he wants to hit certain milestones, and um, he wants to do certain things out of his career that he doesn't necessarily tell people about. He just kind of wants it to, like, it just comes to fruition, and then you'll just see it before your eyes, and next thing you know, you're like, oh, shit, he was doing this the whole time. That's insane. And the reason I found that, conversation he was having was so interesting because that's kind of something that hits really deep for me and something that you know that I don't necessarily talk about because I don't know if I would get emotional about it or if I would 
not be able to say as much as I want to say because at the same time, that's kind of how I felt over the last maybe five years, four or five years, kind of just like laying low and just being like, you know what, if you want to know what's going on, you ask, but I'm not out here to just display it. On me. And that's always been you, though. Yeah. That's always been you. Yeah. And what I want to get into is how do you find it easy? Well, you're, you now have two kids. Shout out to them. You have your girl. Yeah. Y'all are good. Y'all are strong. Right. So there's nothing really that you can, your goals are different. So that you, yeah. there's nothing that you're going to hide. You both have goals together. So yeah. you're going to express both of those. You're gonna, they're going to come, they're going to match for the most part. Yeah. But um, as a, as a, as a couple, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You kind of living your life like as one. Yeah, you're exactly. To, you're trying to find that sweet right. spot where you guys can move. Um, as one, but like together, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just through life, you know what I'm saying? Through bullshit. So as as much as we're expressing goals to each other, like we still don't like, I really don't like, I'm more vocal with kind of what I want to do, but like to, like to you mm-hmm. or to like, you know what I'm saying? Your brother or like to her. Like I don't really like voice like everything I got going on to like everybody because right. at the same time, shout out to Doodle Bop, but um, he he told me that um, it is better for you to kind of put that vision into motion with the people that's surrounding you. You know what I'm saying? Because you get that vision going in your head of, mm-hmm. let's say, you know what I'm saying, your vision. You just put it out there. You're mm-hmm. trying to go play overseas. You know what I'm saying? Now you just put that, you planted that seed in your mind. Mm-hmm. Now that you're speaking that to me, you know what I'm saying, I can plant that seed in my mind for you. Right. So we kind of both, like, yeah. putting that into motion. So that's why I kind of, like, try to voice a little bit more of what I got going on to people that's around me because, like, we can all yeah see this. I can see that vision for you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, just as much as you can see it for yourself and vice versa for whatever the hell I got going on. Yeah. So I try to voice it a little bit more, especially with her, mm-hmm. um, and try to, like, just, you know what I'm saying, just get to whatever goals that I'm trying to achieve. I think that's the... That's the best way to kind of go about it as optimistic as I could. Okay. So let's take it back to our childhood. Right. And this is when. Middle child. <laughs> this is when, yeah, shout out to us, middle child, middle children. That's crazy. Right. Um, so when you're younger, mm-hmm. you have all these different imaginations and dreams and aspirations, and some of them are realistic. Some of them are just completely not. Outlandish as hell. What. The thing about why I think we're hiding these goals where it stems from is in the childhood where, you know, parenting, you have, you know, parents who are super supportive of a kid's goals or that might be outside of the box. And then you have certain parents who's only going to support their kid whose goals are inside that box. And it just depends on what kind of parents you have. But it's I think it's always, always about planting that seed. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think a lot of people gravitate more towards their friends right. and hide these goals from their family members because exactly. the ones that are closest to you are still going to be the most judgmental because they feel like they know you the most. So um, to kind of touch on that, yeah, I um, I had, you know what I'm saying, my mom and she was uh, she was always she was always putting clouds over, you know, my dreams. Mm-hmm. So like. If I say I wanted to go to Ohio State, if I say I wanted to be uh, whatever the hell it was, she would. It wasn't like intentional. 
You know what I'm right. saying? Because you know what I'm saying? You you her you her baby. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She gonna want you to be whatever it is you wanna be, but at the same time she gonna kinda bring reality into that shit. Mm-hmm. So she gonna be like, Well, you gotta do this, it's gonna cost this, you gotta go do this, you got you know what I'm saying? It's gonna kinda like let's put a cloud yeah. over, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You gonna mm-hmm. feel like not that you can't, but all the bullshit you gonna she put all the bullshit on your plate. Yeah. And it's kinda yeah. like, Well, you gonna have to eat all that shit. Right. And you don't you don't want to. And that's the thing. I think that's an interesting point because when I was talking about a lot of people gravitate towards their friends. Yeah. Because as easy it is for somebody that's close to you, like your grandmother, to say that, right. your friends are usually the ones saying, like, all right, let's get this shit in motion. All right, so what we got to do to do this? How I mean, are we going to start this? I mean, and I think that's where the separation comes from sometimes, and that's where the wall comes. Exactly. And that wall is being built year by year in your relationship. So if your parents, you know, are coming to you and asking you what your dreams and aspirations are, there's two different responses that you can get. And what those two different responses can shape a kid's thought processes. So if, let's say, I'm trying to, let's say my my goal was to go to the NBA as a kid. Right. Always. Right. So I had, when we talk about parenting, I had a dad who was there to kind of give me a reality check. So when I started like really playing in seventh grade and Mm -hmm. eighth grade and I was playing up where I was playing this really good comp like across the nation. Right. My dad was there to give me that reality check like yeah. all right, if you want to be if you would have if you want to be the player that you want to be that's what it looks like and you're not that yet and mm-hmm. he's your age so mm-hmm. there's something that you're needs to begin yeah. it needs to be doing needs to be getting done and as a kid you don't want to hear that you think you know you're the best from where you're from so okay. it's easy and you see other kids you're like oh i can go out there and do whatever he's doing but there's levels to it and you don't understand and i think a lot of times Kids can hold on to delusional dreams mm-hmm. and too long, too long. And when nothing around them shows that they're on that path that they should be on it, I think that's where the delusion either stops or it keeps going and then you just keep burying yourself. So if you're saying, let's say you wanted to, let's say you wanted to run for presidency or you wanted to start a political a career. Campaign, okay. That would seem crazy to somebody because there's nothing around you that says, "Okay, where's your political background? Like, right? What do you what do you even represent yourself as?" And right. if you're having like iffy questions, it's like, "Well, there's no legitimacy behind this," and so so it'd be bullshit. I think now with parenting, we keep going back to parenting. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of parents who feed those delusional dreams, and maybe that's because they just have the resources to do it, or mm-hmm. Because, you know, maybe they're just delusional as well. So um, now that I'm on the other side yeah. of the parenting, you okay. know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, got, I got two boys. Yeah. <clears throat> they ain't even old enough to wipe their own ass yet. So it don't it don't matter too much right now. But where my train of thought is going is um, I'm going to let them kind of dream. Massively. Yeah. You know to the moon. Because, yeah. because I, I never could. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or I felt like I, I never could. Mm-hmm. So for them, if they want to be the the best painter in the fucking world or okay, the, yeah. the whatever the fuck it is. They want to go fucking to the moon or some shit. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Try to set them right. up to be, you know what I'm saying? This mm-hmm. is what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? This, this will be, I'm going to help you get there instead right. of just kind of like. Now, what age do you think, that. what age do you think that you start getting, I want to say realistic with the, with your kid, but like you get 
things in motion, like, all right, this is the age where we need to start doing this. What? I'm not saying there's an age range for that, right. but a time frame. I let's guess. say he wants to play football or basketball. Right. What? Right. What age do you say? All right, we need to get this kind of in motion. Well, I think it's like, like how you say, like whenever you get around, like obviously we gonna be playing in the basement, playing yeah. in the backyard, stuff like that. So whenever he gets around other competition, and he realizes that he's not better than his brother, or you know what I'm saying, he's like the third best player on his team or the fourth best player on his team, like then. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, all right, well, if you want to be better than Jimmy or whoever on your team, like this is this is what you're gonna have to do. And whenever you start to, if he's okay with it, all right, we're gonna start. We're gonna have to start training more. You're gonna have to start dribbling more. You're gonna have to start running more. You gotta get stronger, stuff like that. And if we start doing that, and he's he's not up for it, then I feel like that'll he'll kind of take himself out of that dream. Mm -hmm. Versus you know saying me doing it, you know saying I think as a parent. You kind of sh- should surround your kids with whatever it is that they need to be successful in whatever it is they want to do, regardless right. regardless of, of whatever it is. Yeah. Not to, like, take those – not to close those doors for them before they yeah. even walk up to the damn handle. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point because I think where a lot of the self-doubt comes from, mm-hmm. it comes from people planting seeds that were never there in the first place. Exactly. So exactly. if so, if I was – like I'm saying, if I was like trying to go to the NBA and someone mm-hmm. was like, "Well, only this amount of money, right? Players, only that some, this yeah. amount of like players, or nobody from yeah. wherever you're from has done yep. whatever," and that's just like there's things that I'm not even like consciously thinking about. It's not things that I'm nece- not I'm worrying about that's gonna stop me from getting to where I think I need to go. That's exactly. just extra kind of like bullshit. That's you're not trying that's to hear just that. added on to me. Yeah. And I'm not trying to hear it. And, Maybe it might be the right thing. It might be the wrong thing. But the fact that you planted that seed, now it's something I have to think about consciously now, whether, you know, whereas it wasn't there. It wasn't there before. You would have to think about that versus thinking about, you know what I'm saying, how to to get there. Right. Now you're thinking about, well, I got to overcome this. I got to overcome that instead of just continuing to do what it is that you were trying to do to get there. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just kind of like how you said, like people plant the wrong seeds in their kids' heads, which is kind of like. But I think I don't it's, think it's just parents. So I think it's also, it can be friends. It can be strangers. It's the, people, it's the people around them. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's their environment. Yeah. You know okay. what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's not, you know what I'm saying, to slander fucking parents and shit like that. But it's, 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 the, it's the person's environment. Yeah. You don't even have to be a kid anymore. Just a person in mm-hmm. general, because your goals can change, obviously, as you get older. You know what I'm saying? If you're expressing your goal to me and you like, bro, I'm trying to go play overseas, shit like that, you know what I'm saying? I was just that same person that would be kind of like, not necessarily negative, but I would kind of like stab at you about it all the time. Well, shit, you got to you gotta get hella shots up, bro. You know what I'm saying? You got to average this, bro. You ain't doing this, bro. You know what I'm saying? You need to, you know what I'm saying? You going to kind of quiet that, you know what I'm saying, talk yeah. about that dream yeah. to me. To you, you know what I'm okay, saying? Yeah, because you ain't, cause you ain't, I ain't letting you you know what I'm saying, kind of expand your, yeah. you know what I'm saying, your feelings about what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of like Just minimizing that yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, that's a good point because I was going to say about like protecting your dreams, at what point do you get to where you stop communicating that with that person? I think you, I think you stop whenever you feel Disrespected? Like I wouldn't say well, or shit, if you if you let it get to disrespectful shit, shit, we might have to we might have to throw them off yeah. if it get disrespectful. Okay. I think it's like it gets to a point where you feel like you feel like they 
they not in your corner. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. they more so in the crowd. Okay, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you would rather express your dreams and your goals to somebody that's, you know what I'm saying, that's gonna ride with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All right, I'm gonna shit, I'm gonna ride this shit. I'm gonna come to games, bro. I'm gonna try to fly out, bro. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Somebody yeah. that's with you versus somebody that's like, all right, I'm gonna see if it happened. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm going to see it. I'm going yeah. to see, see it to believe it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That type of person, you like, all right, shit, I'm going to show your ass then. Right, but you you're not going to be in my corner no more. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? When your that. ass asks me okay. for tickets and shit, shit, I'm going to see if you get in, bro. Yeah. Shit, I'm going to see if you in the crowd, bro. You know what I'm saying? If it, if it gets to that point, that's why I'm like, you wouldn't let it get to that point. You know what I'm saying? You you would you would have stopped that way before then. Right. You know what I'm saying? You will know it whenever you're talking to them about it. Yeah. You can, you can feel and there's the a lot energy. Of people, there's a lot of people in my life now that we aren't as close as we used to be, but, like, explaining my journey and my path to them is different. It's not, it's almost, sometimes I do it, I wish I never did because they don't understand it. And that's not, they just throw, they throw criticism at me and I can't take it. It's more so that they don't understand it. So they think, oh, this is either a waste of time right. or they think it's not financially beneficial when this, a lot of this is not even, obviously it's about financials. I want right. to go and play pro and make money, but this is a dream I've had of my, right. for something that I love to do more than anything else. Mm-hmm. So when I get around people who are like, oh, some people even ask me that, and these are people that I will say, like, don't even really know me anymore. But some people even ask me, like, is it, f- are you playing football or are you playing basketball? And I'm like, bro, I've been hooping for the past for three and a half, four years now. That, that, yeah, so it's that like, like all right, yeah, I'm so cool. it's like, I'm cool on that. So it's like, I'm not even going to explain to you what, what I, got I got going, going on, on because yeah. you got clearly, not that you have to be paying attention, but at the same time, you want to, like, damn. You're trying to, like, support me from afar. And then if it, works out then it's like oh my god but if it doesn't work out then it's like oh they're gonna have that i told you so tone and not that i care about that because i don't mm-hmm. care what anybody thinks about me right right and what i'm doing and still being in school and you know whatever oh i'm setting myself up for a future that i think that i know i can have on oh, me and sometimes it actually hurts to not be able to express my aspirations to some people that i am close with because mm. it's just met with it's just not meant with the energy that I would like because yeah. it's something that I am doing. There's no one in my family that's pursuing playing a professional sport right now. Right. Besides, my younger, you. besides me, my younger brothers, they in high they're school. in high school. Yeah. They're just now getting started. They're just right, now right. learning the process. But right. as far as somebody wanting to go and make money, not even in this country, taking a big risk, it just feels... Like it's met with the right energy with some people, but not with and then yo, with, with other people who say they, you know, have always supported me or, or claim that they're close to me or appreciate what I've been doing or just feel the that resiliency. Shit. And it's not even that I want to feel it, but it's just met with the tone that I, I'm not sensitive, but when I f- sense some sort of like disrespect, yeah, then I get in a mode where I'm like, all right, I'm just yeah. gonna distance myself. I'm what not mean? gonna explain to you or i'm not going to get into detail with you and it ain't it's worth just, your time then you're just gonna have to just see it from afar like you like you already want to don't act like you want to be oh all up in the mix this and that and right. then when it's quiet for me i it's quiet from you like i just i just don't get it the uh, get it. the the hunger for me comes from situations like that mm-hmm. <clears throat> because it's supposed it's it's coming from somebody that you probably 
you know what I'm saying, hold, you know what I'm saying, close to you. You know what I'm saying, closer than, you know what I'm saying, the average motherfucker. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me, um, I got got half of my family, like my dad's side of my family. They family, so you're supposed to kind of hold them a little bit closer. I really don't. I distanced myself, you know what I'm saying, a while ago. But, you know what I'm saying, I just had my second son uh, not too long ago. But there'll be people, like, come out, like, on Facebook, like, oh, damn, you had another one? You you was about to have another one? Like, <clears throat> I ain't know. But I'm, like, at the same time, like, everybody that's, you know what I'm saying, close to me, that, you know what I'm saying, knows me, been new. Been new, yeah. Been new, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or they'll ask, like, my first son, oh, what's his name again? I'm like, yeah, you know nah. what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm cool on that. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, nah. that's, that's, you know what I'm saying, if, if anybody, like, knows me, like, that's, that's an extension of myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So not to say that they getting disrespected, but it's like they, they're not getting the, the love that they, they need from their family. You know what I'm saying? So that's exactly why I distance myself. Like, you know what I'm saying? From that, you know what I'm saying? If they can't get the support that they need, you know what I'm saying? Just like, like, you know what I'm saying? Your dreams. If I can't get the support from you, right. From what, what I got going on, it ain't even worth it at that point. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You 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 just gonna see. You just gonna have to see. So that's why it you know what I'm saying drives me. That's where some of my drive comes from to show people that you know what I'm saying I'm gonna be that's you know interesting the, the because best that I want to be. That's a real life situation. I'm over here trying to play a sport. You you're explaining fatherhood and trying I mean, to prove people wrong in fatherhood, which is insane that people will look at a situation and be like Oh, well, we'll see if he's all right with that. Oh, we'll see. Like, oh, he's got another kid. Like, we'll see. Instead it's of crazy. like, it's crazy. oh, wow, he's got, he's he's a young father with two kids that are close in age that'll be able to grow up together and be I able mean, to be best friends. What do you mean? The situation is, is perfect. Perfect. The situation is great. And you're over here asking what my first son's name is. And you claim, oh, I'm going to come see him, and this and that. Ain't got a and card, you, phone call, nothing, none of that shit. But, but wanna expect like, me to ex- reach out to you and extend myself out to you, it can't work like that. It's not like that. So for, for me, you know what I'm saying, like they'll come out and they'll be like, oh, well, Justin don't call anyway. Or he don't he don't pick up the phone anyway or whatever like that. I'm like, that's not my job. You right. know my job is to take care of them. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm doing every day. So, you know what I'm saying? Your job is to extend your relationship to them. I can't I can't have a relation. I can't be their, their grandma or their grand. I'm their dad. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to initiate that relationship. So, like, <clears throat> I don't even, I don't even feed into that. I just kind of, like, store it in the back of my mind and, like, you know what I'm saying? That's where, that's where, you know what I'm saying? Some of my motivation comes mm-hmm. from. Like, I'm a, I'm a just have to, you know what I'm saying? Put in the work. You know what I'm saying? It'll, it'll come full circle eventually. I think, this is a good kind of segue into how we f- kind of feel about our podcast in general. Oh God. Um, and people that ask me about it, like, Oh, how's your podcast going? And mm-hmm. I can read certain tones and figure out how, how they're based off that question, based right off there. that question right yeah. there. That's kind of a weird question. Like, Oh, how's your podcast going? There's ways to ask that. There's mm-hmm. ways to say it. Mm-hmm. And I think once you can figure out how somebody's relaying that message, you can kind of just base your answer off of that. Yeah. So if someone says it, like mimic mimically like mm-hmm. i kind of just give them a vague like yeah, yeah whatever oh, cool. it's yeah. whatever it's cool like we just whatever we just bullshit it's just right. something to if like, somebody interested though if someone's like oh what are you guys gonna be talking about or is there any like things you need help with suggestions or like whatever i'll then get into more yeah. like all right this is what we're doing this is what we got coming up this and that right and so even with like marketing mm-hmm. this podcast sometimes i feel like 
how do I even say this? I want to mark, I do market the podcast, but what I will, sometimes I like to see is me or when people support things, when the wheels start really moving, right. when the wheels start really moving, mm-hmm. when will the people that I thought would want to pay attention to this start actually paying attention to it? And it's just like, it'll, it'll have that. Weird. Yeah. You'll make that Russell Westbrook face. And you'll, you know it's it just like a weird, and you don't, and there's a there's always two sides to it. So it's right, just like right. a rapper who just finally blew up after but he's been making songs for three years. It's the same thing. We might it might be eighty episodes before, before we get we a thousand we get a thousand listeners or something like that. Right, right. And that's okay. But <clears throat> and then people wanna like people wanna like attach themselves to a lot of shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like based off of you're saying where you from. Yeah. You're saying so like I kind of do it, like, a little bit, too. So if, like, somebody blew up from St. Louis, like, through, like, sports, like, hooping, like, football or some shit like that, and they from St. Louis, you know what I'm saying? I'm a rep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just be, I'm going to attach myself to that because, like, I'm from St. Louis, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him before, you know what I'm saying? We hurt. But, you know what I'm saying? I think that the people that you're supposed to or the people that you expect to kind of um, attach themselves to what you're doing right now when you mm-hmm. getting it out the mud, you know what I'm saying? When you... Putting in the work in a um in a gym with nobody around when you locking in like this when we ain't got a stage with fans or nothing like that right now we ain't got a billion listeners but we putting in the work right, right. now so you expecting outside of outside of family outside of friends but the people that you would look to or some if you see somebody in the club they're like oh Cam what's up bro how you those type of people mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you would think that they would be all already on board. on board but then right. whenever we catch mm-hmm. and then people get on board you're like oh i've been li-. nah bro yeah yeah, you know yeah. where was that where was that before <laughs> it's, it's cool not that. not to say that i would be like kind of arrogant about it you know what i'm saying because i'm always be humble about the situation but if that person ever was to try to like leech on then it's it's kind of over with bro it's like, oh, let me let me come get on the episode, bro. It's yeah, like, I hate that. We we bu- this ain't that we, we booked this, up, bro. This ain't that, and I that's one of the one that's one of the things that I do don't like is people are like, oh, let me get on, and it's like, well, I have to tell them first of all, we didn't even got three mics, so you, <laughs> technically you you can't have anybody on even oh, if, God. if we wanted Drake to come do it. One of us had to sit out. So we, we was about to have we booked Drake. <laughs> I'm going to steal a mic, bro. right? Whatever. <laughs> so one thing that kills me about explaining my playing this podcast to people is when they say oh uh what do you uh like what do you see yourself going with this and i'm like well i think this we have a chance to keep making episodes create mm-hmm. keep creating content and hopefully this blows up and we get some sponsorships and they're like do you really think we only get sponsorships so i'm like well where else do you think any other fucking podcast came from like they had to start from ground zero from somewhere now, some people yeah. have different resources like to get on NPR radio or something like that. Right, you have right. to have a budget of like twenty five thousand, and that's a huge head start that mm-hmm. some people have that we just don't. don't and that's have, okay, yeah. but it'll feel better when organically we build an audience and we get real fans who stick around and have right. loyalty to us. And we get got our own and we can be loyal to our fans. Talks. Right, exactly. So when people are like, "Oh, do you really think it'd be able to blow up?" It's like, well, what you create a podcast to reach 
more and more people. You don't. If I wanted to just talk to my friends, I would just send them a video of just talking. Like what exactly, the fuck? yeah. I, I want send it to their ass. somebody in Cali to be listening to this. I want somebody in New York to be listening to this oh and be like, oh my god, they said the most relatable shit ever. Like that's what I would love to hear in a YouTube comment it's or on the way. whatever. And so, I think that's on the way. I Hell think yeah. the main thing that I think we were kind of getting to is you need friends and you need people to water those seeds in those goals that you're trying to create for yourself. Yeah. Because if it's yeah. in, if you're taking care of your part, there's no reason why people that say they love you and support you in anything that you do, quote unquote, mm-hmm. they shouldn't be supporting you if you're putting your shit in motion. It'll it'll all come into come into play. Uh, Damian J Cole put that Damian Lillard um, interview yeah. in his uh, applying pressure no, punching no, no, punch no, punch the, punch punch the clock yeah and in that interview what Dane was saying was um, all that stuff gets exposed regardless mm-hmm. so if you doing if we doing what we supposed to do right you know what I'm saying we locking in you know what I'm saying we do these segments for you guys we do everything we're supposed to do keep consistent with it yeah. When we when we catch or if we don't, it's gonna get exposed regardless. Right. So if we just put out eighty episodes of bullshit and we never grow our audience and it's sloppy and everything like that, it's gonna it's, people are gonna know. Right. People are gonna still ask those same questions a year down the road. Oh, y'all still doing that podcast? Right. It should we shouldn't be hearing that. It exactly. should be how many people are subscribed to the channel, how many people are Exactly. Yeah. So and what are vice, your sponsorships looking like? Yeah. And vice versa. Like, oh, damn, bro, that last episode was great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It'll, it'll get exposed regardless. So I think that um, everything will happen the way it's supposed to happen regardless of how the outside, um, outside of us two are going to catch on. So I think that if we continue to, that's with anything. If you put in the work with anything that you want to do, the people around you, they're going to, they gonna either catch or they gonna throw shade on it. Regardless, mm-hmm. if you if you are afraid of that type of criticism, then you shouldn't do anything. Right, because it's gonna be people that don't even know you that are gonna be saying outlandish shit about you. The yeah. the the biggest stars in the world, the Drakes, the Coles, the Jay Zs, the Beyonces, like there's people that hate them motherfuckers. Right, regardless of LeBron, LeBron has done amazing things for outside of basketball. People still find a way to try to. Tear that man down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not going to be, if you think you're going to walk through life and it's going to be peaches and cream with everybody that you meet, then, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you need a real serious wake-up pill because it is that's, not yeah. That's the reality like check that. you do yeah. need. That is the reality check you do need. Um, I'm going to end it with this. You have your whole life ahead of you. Right. It's up to you to not let people infiltrate that. Got you can hide your dreams. You can keep them to yourself. You don't have to talk to anybody. Uh-huh. But do not let people infiltrate that your seed don't let them infiltrate your thought processes don't let them infiltrate your conscious don't let them steal that shit whatever you know it's so cliche to say you know whatever you have your mind made up to do go and do it and you can achieve it that is true but if you let people infiltrate that and throw you off course you only have yourself to blame only yourself like you can't for me i think it's you can't allow people to live your life for you yeah you can't um, live your life through satisfaction of others. Yeah. Like, um, just because you wanna, you wanna wear this shirt or wear these, that sweatshirt or mm-hmm. whatever it is, pick these color headphones. If somebody, if you walked outside and somebody was like, "Oh, that shit's ugly," like you're not gonna go take that shit off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you gonna keep wearing that shit. So kind of carry yourself with, 
all your dreams and yeah. goals like that just because you maybe you have an outlandish dream maybe you have wear it on your sleeves it's yeah, okay you can wear that shit out on your sleeves it doesn't matter you can hold it in you could you know you could post about it every day if you wanted to but but don't let regardless if it's your it's your mama it's your daddy it's your granny correct. your brother your correct. cousin your friend whoever correct regardless of who it is if you express it to them and they feel some type of way or they make you feel some type of way Use it as motivation versus using it as something to kind of close that. Right. Be be closed minded to like, oh, I can't, I can't do it or whatever like that. Man, fuck that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You you don't you living your life for you, so don't let nobody else live, um, your life through them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Live your life through you. With that being said, this is a real time production podcast. We out. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of A Real Tires Production. My name is Cameron Scales, alongside my co-host Justin Rucker. Appreciate every listener. Please like and subscribe on all of our channels. See y'all next episode. We out. Yeah, yeah. La, la, la.